Hi, and welcome to the 3UP Podcast. I'm going to start over because Steve was talking. God damn it. I am going to go. Yeah. Oh, man, dude. Yeah. He just, like, grunted. Felt my crab dreams dying. The beginning of the podcast is... Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Do, it. Do the thing. Otherwise, I'm going to say keep it in. Don't, don't tempt me. Podcast. My name is PJ Wilkerson. I'm here today with our normal host, Zach Shepard. I'm a host? Yeah, close enough. Oh, You're here every but time. What the, what the fuck's your name, though? I just come for pizza. Um, Steve. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do use my pizza ability to leverage him. <laughs> that, that's a good way to get people yeah. to come to the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's how they make businesses about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, today we're going to be talking about... Um, we're going to cover a story, talk about some stuff we've been playing, and then answer the most important questions in gaming. So, um, how's everyone doing today? I'm doing all right. Cool. I was doing all right until people started shitting on my crab dream. Steve really <laughs> wants to be a crab, everybody. Like dream, so, dude. If you can make that happen, you're out there. Science? If please. you can put a man's brain inside of crab and not have it stick out all weird, so I'm not defenseless, <laughs> hit me up. Follow, so, follow so, us on the you alienated, like... 75% of the group. Yeah, I don't want those No, they were like, we can do that. Oh, but it's going to stick out. So to all yeah, the scientists no. listening. Compress my brain into a microchip, put it this in a is, crab body. There this is go. the request from Steve. Yeah. No, I don't want those other 75%. They're going to make me a weird... In fairness, we would just have sure to my... turn into a video podcast at that point. Because Perfect. It would, yeah, it would just be us talking with a little crab. Fucking crab. And we'd be like, what do you think, Steve? And he would just go... Pinchers in the air, just be pissed off all the time. That's why it is, dude. Crabs are just always mad, and me too. So I just feel that connection. <laughs> I just lovingly look at crabs, dude. Beautiful. So Gamescom is going on right now. Um, we'll probably try to talk about and cover some of the stuff that's announced there um, next week uh, or on the next podcast. But um, today I, I found a news story that um, I really I, I feel very passionately about and want to talk about. Um, about two weeks ago, Patrick Soderlund, who, um, who was basically VP of design at EA. Is his name Soderlund? Soderlund. What's I thought that? it was Sutherland. But that's Soderlund? I don't know. He's the land um, of Soder, dude. <laughs> but he left EA, and no, public reports show that he made $48.3 million in the, the past year. Um, so kind of what I want to talk about here is, so EA has its fair share of issues, but what? How, can, kidding, right? how can a company that has closed down so many studios and... Um, pays its testers and people so little. How do you justify paying someone $48.3 million over good. one year? Because he's good. Do you is say it? croutons? Yeah, that's what they pay their testers is in croutons. You don't know that? <laughs> so, as, as someone that actually... I, 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 work for the news? Sure. I work for EA for around eight months. Eight um, croutons an hour, right. And... Uh, I made around thirteen dollars an hour. I was an embedded QA analyst, 56 and I did the math, and I believe it's around sixteen. This person makes sixteen hundred dollars or sixteen hundred times more than an average QA tester. Are we saying that this person's worth sixteen hundred QA testers? And yes, I, I guess what I'm not trying to be mean, but that's what they are saying. If they, if right, but what, I guess what bothers me is how. What does he even do? I don't know. I don't he's know the that. VP of design. Um, he was former head of basically a. 
studio founder of Dice. Uh, so basically, what games did he do? Put it in Battlefield. Battlefield. Yeah, that was oh, like no, a fuck big. No, thing. he's not worth that shit. <laughs> you see Battlefield? You, see, you hear about the Battlefield's uh, pre-orders being really low? Obviously, he's not worth it if he can't even make a right decent game now. I mean, our our worth and our worth to him and their worth to him are obviously two different stories. Yeah. Because what he's walking away with is a very compelling reason to believe that he was worth something, right? That's what you would think at yeah. surface value. You would think, you know, why would somebody ever get that much money? And you would usually give that much you to them if they monster. were, uh, if they were worth something. Sorry, my phone's going off in the middle of. I'm trying to make a point, and my phone's just going I off. We we're professionals, dude. Uh, no, we are not professionals. But, um, <clears throat> so, you know, if it was a different studio. Mm-hmm. And there and there's a lot that probably would have a very similar argument. EA obviously has the the this thing about them yeah. because of the way they behave and the way that they're publicly known and recognized and everything like that. To me it's just a little weird that they behave in the way that they do, meaning uh you know eating up studios that are doing great things, usually resulting in those studios uh devolving into nothing or shutting down. Yeah, yeah. Um and you know it's not to say that it can be completely awful, you know what I mean? Like like BioWare or like it, you I know mean, what I mean? Like I would argue doing good if stuff. you look at BioWare now, if you compare BioWare now to what it was 10 years ago, it is not the same company. They're working right. on a game Anthem that has nothing to do with the history of that studio. Yeah. I yeah. mean, and it's it's because it's because EA has Everyone's allowed to make new games. Though. That's fine. Like a, I'm I'm not disagreeing there. Do you think do you think Anthem was a Bioware decided project, or do you think it was EA said we need a game that we can have online that can compete with all of these other multiplayer world games that are out there? Right. It's really hard to to like put that in because maybe it is, but it doesn't seem like it. If we're going off of like if we're going based off history and stuff like that, Anthem doesn't really scream to me like story driven narrative, right? Like something that that this world that's really thought out where everything has like this deep. Like explanation, that's, this deep like. But that's this, the like, studio substance. culture of Bioware. That for since yeah. its inception, the entire their entire idea was we want to bring great writing to games. We want to bring bring relationships between your your player character and NPCs. We want that to evolve throughout your gameplay experience. And now they're making a multiplayer shooter, which looks cool. It looks good. Don't again. I'm not crapping on the game. No, I'm excited that. to play it. But is it a Bioware game? And and I just want to say, like... It's hard to speculate because it's not out to A company it, like EA that publicly puts on, well, you know, Maxis. It, they just weren't performing, so we have to close them down. Um, the people that Visceral. made um, Dead Space. Visceral. Visceral, thank you. Those, they, those games weren't performing so we, because we just don't have the money. And yet you're paying a single executive. Again, this is a single member of a VP team that probably has 10 to 12 members is making 48 million dollars a year. How many how many games could that fund? How many small studios could that fund Huge within price. EA's infrastructure? And it drives me batty because not even a one game. What's their average cost for development? I'm saying like smaller games. They they yeah, can do it. Not talking about an EA game. But EA never makes those games anymore and that's the problem. I mean like I, that's true. Don't get me wrong. I I don't think what they're doing is good. I think it's really fucking shitty. I think it's the stupidest thing ever to buy a game who has a like not only like a ref, like a reputation, but has like a product that people want. Everyone I know loves Dead Space. Yeah. I mean, like they're obviously not everyone's gonna like it, but I I have never talked to anyone who gave me a reason to like like why they hated Dead Space that was like pretty valid. They're always like, eh, it's scary. I don't like scary games. It's like that's fine. But but Dead Space was so 
good. It was so good. And as soon as they were purchased, they made Dead Space 3. Dead Space, Dead Space 3 was hot garbage. Had all the microtransactions, it was terrible. right? Terrible. Yeah. Like, but that's, I think that's what EA is. But you have, to, you have to understand, like, with EA, they don't care about games. They never, they never have. Um, okay. But they, they, they never, they've never cared about games. All they want, well, maybe like in the beginning, but like now all they want is microtransactions. They want to nickel and dime everyone. They want to get the whales and they want to just cater to an audience that's willing to pay them vast amounts of money for as little work as they can humanly get away with. Right. Zach, well, I was going to say, first of all, um, I love Dead Space 3. I Mm -hmm. thought it was great because they added (laughs) multiplayer co op and Mm -hmm. that was just incredible to me. Um, And um, was. Holding it up to the bearings of its history, I might be able to result in the same conclusion. But um, I think Dead Space 3 had a far better outcome than some of the other ones. Uh, Regardless, though, like, when I think about, um, uh, what's the game? The Anthem. When I think about Anthem, I think about, like, I think it's great. I think they're pushing the envelope. I think there is a chance that Bioware did have its hand in, in, in the creative direction of this sort of thing. But at the same time, um, like, EA can just Thanos the hell out of this if they want to. I they truly can just believe, snap their fingers and it's gone. I truly believe if Anthem is a, is a, is a commercial flop, Bioware's gone. I think that is the end of Bioware. Yes. One of the, one of the yeah. great developers in the history of video games Absolutely. is just going to be gone. You know, we've lost Maxis, which I also consider to be oh, one of the Maxis. great developers like, so, that has made a mark so in let's, history. Let's entertain, just threw him away. let's entertain a really interesting idea, okay. though. Okay. On topic, I promise. Um, <laughs> let's entertain the idea that um, that Anthem struggles, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it is, it's starting to... No, Probably not at the time of launch because it might be too late at that point, right? But there's there's this evidence that the development is just struggling and they're Which having a hard a time. Bit, there's yeah. a little bit I'm of not saying it's smoke not, there already. Yeah, but. it could be a very realistic scenario, but I'm still in the hypothetical. Yeah. Um, they might be struggling, um, and, and, and there's these clear signs that they, they need something. Otherwise, with being rushed, they're going to basically pull a uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> or um, if they start to get to that feeling point, nobody's going to try and do anything about it. EA is basically just watching, going, we've given you what you said you needed, yeah. and if you don't do good enough, you're going to die. Why? But I if I was making as much money as that executive, me personally, I'm not saying anyone is like me, but me personally, I would pull a Satoru Iwata. I would take the money that I'm getting, as large of an amount as that is, Yeah. And I would start pouring it into the, these into these groups the and helping them because that's what I care about. Yeah. Um, a soul, and uh, <laughs> that's a whole a different discussion on don't. topic of EA. But but that's what I would do. That's that's what I personally would want to do because I want good games coming out the other side. I don't I don't necessarily want to be the guy walking away with this much money. There yeah. is a universe where I do, but it would be it would be uh, a, a much more honest situation yeah. than just I and, work for EA and therefore I again, what, am, you know? <laughs> what bothers me is EA consistently comes in, they pay people less than other studios would, 
Um, they keep most of their entire QA workforce on contracts where you can work for up to a year, but then you have to take three months off and reapply after those three months um, due to several different labor laws and stuff like that. You instead of QA keeping stuff them as well, in, instead of keeping them full time and actually paying them what would you know a good wage, it and they do this all because they say. Making games is expensive, and we barely make our margins as it is. We're picking and up it's because they're paying their, their VPs $48 million a year. It's um, Again, to me, it's just something I'm passionate about, having worked in the EA ecosystem and seen just how hard these devs work, how hard these QA teams work. Um, to imagine someone you know working the same amount of hours... Let's say he even crunches like Probably like less. a normal dev. Probably, Probably less. less, but let's say he crunches <laughs> like a normal dev. Like this this person is making such an amount of money. Are we really saying that he's that much more valuable than these individual contributors what does he all throughout the day? Actually, do though. Like like if we're gonna talk about the value of, of a person, design. what he is VP that of design? Who knows? A lot of these VP titles are like you know um, you have experience in this area. What I do, what it does, the article on Kotaku does say is. Um, he founded Dice, um, okay. so basically, you know, Dice makes their the Frostbite engine yeah, stuff yeah, like that. So handles a lot of that stuff, I would imagine, and probably has a very um, strong role in the uh, direction of different games throughout the EA um, ecosystem. So, so he's just like directing multiple projects. Exactly. Yeah, he's just a, a program manager, but at the highest level. And, and okay, potentially so... an engine that EA uses for a lot of different things, right? Yes. Yeah. Because that, Frostbite that too, yeah. actually is huge. Yeah. I will say that it's not Frostbite's it's not worth like... that much. Right. No, yeah. But, but it is worth a lot because it's basically the foundation of most of what yeah. they're doing. Frostbite is the foundation yeah. for all the Battlefield games. They're all their... All the all Mass their... Effect and Drama right. is Frostbite. Every right. EA game uses Frostbite. If but it's then again, that's he's not Frostbite. Like, like he, he's Right, really the devs not, are he's Frostbite. Just, he's just a guy who was there on the ground floor. I don't think... Like, if... If you put it that way, no, I don't think there's any any universe where this guy's worth it. Yeah. But they also gave him that money to incentivize him to stay with EA, and he still I, bounced and I, out. And I understand he this. He still bounced out. We can we what can get kind of like I get it. Like, don't worry, <laughs> I wouldn't want to work for EA either. If they gave me that money, I would hoard it like a bandit and take the fuck out. <laughs> no one would stop me. I'd walk out with like a cartoon bag full of money and just sneak out one night. They never, <laughs> I they would never hear from me again. We could get into a whole argument. But I it's don't not. That that's it's not okay when people are struggling and you're like working, like these people are giving. They're all in trying their best to make good games. Like so, so Battlefield Two is or not Battlefield, but Battlefront Two is a huge flop. All of that is on EA. It has nothing to do with the people who actually worked worked on it. They wanted to do something. You can tell when they talk about it. They're like, yeah, we want to do this, and then EA came in. We're like. Yeah, but what if we put microtransactions and the fuck up the entire economy of the game because we want money? It works yeah, for balance. FIFA. It works for FIFA. It'll work for Star Wars because people love Star Wars. That's the that's the one thing about like everything that EA touches becomes a, like has to become a money machine I, or you're not gonna survive. I guess even just what then. really bothers me is how many people have you know lost jobs at these different studios yeah. and stuff while this guy's been you know making tens of millions of dollars. Yeah, there. but EA also did his did it, did. It, did his money get cut when Maxis went out? No, went out absolutely of business? not. And, and that's what bothers me. You but know, hundreds of developers, you know, had to go find new jobs, move their families across the country. It, it just, I don't know. It really fired me up because it, it just, it, it seems like the culture of EA is money. Yeah. Give me. For once, I agree with Steve. Yeah. <laughs> 
So is, they they want to make money printing machines. They don't really care about games, and they don't care about the people who make them, dude. Everyone yeah. is, to them is, if you're not a VP, you're expendable. Obviously, yeah. even this dude, like he walked away, who like he didn't give a crap. Like, but this is the thing, like. If you're gonna give an exorbitant amount of fee, I don't understand how how like a human being can be like, man, this we gotta fire this 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 hundred people because man, games are expensive. Well, this guy, let's yeah, give him forty six million dollars. I, I guess it's just that that that's what bothers. That's it's just. I, I I think the correlation of pay to responsibility generally can be towards no, a I more that upward trending slant. Mm-hmm. But when you're basically looking at a cliff. Yeah, that's when I think that things get a little confusing. It's not and, like and, that. And, it's just like the sacrifice. It's like they're literally sacrificing these companies to well, give this guy a paycheck. I mean, I see, and it makes no sense. I, I've companies seen, who have legacies. I've seen a lot of non-EA companies that do struggle with the same thing. They just uh, they just don't have as high of a maximum as EA to basically amount this. And they thing. also don't kill as many great like they, they don't kill students. they haven't had the opportunity but i right. do have to wonder they if they were making that much money would they i don't know right but, but then it, it but makes then me we sad be having it that, does make this conversation for all of those who would do it if you're still in the industry unionize i'm yeah. done that's my capitalist <laughs> rant like if if you if you are in video games you should unionize just like hollywood did and take some fucking control over your power as a worker and a creator of this of of these games and this art Take some fucking power back they'll, from these they'll, execs. They'll tell you they don't want you to do it just like a bank doesn't want you to use Bitcoin. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason. Well, Bitcoin's also crazy. <laughs> if, you find, if, if you see Kiefer Sutherland, just give him a little disappointed waggle of the finger. Like, eh, <laughs> awesome. You. The worst thing that you could ever be faced with is that disappointed waggle. I mean, if finger. you walked into a room and people did that, I'd be like, oh, God, what, the, what do I do? <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I'd throw money at him. I'd be like, I'm sorry. Here, take it back. Thank Wait. you, guys. Thank you guys for letting me rant about this. Um, I know it's a little bit of old news, but it was just uh, something yeah. I really needed to talk about it's, with some It's friends. important, especially uh-huh. from someone who worked at EA. Yeah, uh, yeah no, I, I can understand that. I never even set foot in that thing. So, I don't um, even buy EA games, dude. <laughs> I thought about buying time. I don't even buy games. I'm off the grid. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I I just make credit cards games on a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> Tic-tac-toe. Uh, and I moved that away from Windows so nobody could see it. I play solitaire. Uh, I grid, got no social security number. So, speaking <laughs> speaking of games, you've been playing, Steve. Anything um, anything new this past week? No, I've been playing shit. Dude. No, oh. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been playing a lot of Rainbow Six lately. I don't know why. It's one of those games where it's like it's really good. Yeah. But it's just covered in the Ubisoft stank. <laughs> like they make a game that is so good. It's so fun, and the only thing that's killing it is the fact that Ubisoft made it. They yeah. nickel and dime you so hard that it's ridiculous. Like so, I've been I've owned that game since release, and I play it very like very seldomly because the way that game works is you have to buy characters that you want to mm-hmm. play, and it costs twenty five thousand virtual currency, and you get an average of maybe two hundred if you do outstanding. I wish they would just pay you money. Yeah, <laughs> you made one cent off yeah, this man. That's what they should do. And if they like, it's. Sometimes dealing with the like the Ubisoft servers, when you queue up for a game, it takes like three minutes. I'm like, oh my god, I should be getting paid for this. This is crap, man. Um, so how do you like the game? The game is uh, uh, the game is incredible. Yeah, I just we've ranted enough about like big corporations. It's just a nickel and dime. And let's let's talk about the game. But the entire game are you is playing based like characters. single player, multiplayer? multiplayer. Like, okay. They have like a kind of like a single player mode. It's like weak. It's just like going here, shoot some guys, and they're like dumb. 
Okay, so but you're enjoying good. multiplayer. No, multiplayer is the entire crux of the game. But multiplayer, like this is the this is the, this is why the nickel and diamond gets me mad. God damn it! Because <laughs> no, you start off with very few characters, and all the characters that they make are fucking awesome. Yeah, like they do really cool stuff, stuff that I want to do, and yeah. I can't do it. I have to like, like, like this has to become my full time job if I want to unlock stuff. So and it's, it's ridiculous. A pay to win game. Yes. That's what it sounds like. Yes. To me. It's, that's so, what I'm saying. Which so is I'm like gonna, one of the worst designs in so the game. Exactly. What I really want to so know. Good. Yeah, why is the game good? Yeah, how that. is it good if it's win? Because I have yet to hear the good part it's, of the game. It's good based on how much money you pay. Yeah. If I, if I was a millionaire, this is the best game I ever played. <laughs> It'd be fucking Eve Online. We'll give it some confusing fucking, messages yeah. out tonight. No, okay. This is why the game is good. I'll say this right now. This is why I'm enjoying the game, regardless of Ubisoft dicks. Um, It's because, like, foundationally that game is so sound i yeah. love like so you know the typical shooter just run out and gun some dudes down if you do that in this game you will die and you will be shitty and everyone will tell you how bad you are <laughs> okay <laughs> it make you feel really bad um that's the kind of things where you go check your messages and they're like dude you suck stop playing um which is bad the, the community is toxic but the game like the way that it rewards people for like slowing down and thinking before you act it's unlike any other game that I've ever played. For for most games, I have pretty good twitch reflexes. Mm. I can get by on pretty much anything like Call of Duty, Battlefield, whatever. I can I, I know how to aim a gun, right? Yeah. In this game, that's not enough. In this game, you have to know how to peak the levels that people are like. If someone's standing, where their head's gonna be. If yeah, they yeah. crouch, where they're gonna be. Like you have to know the environment that they're in, and they give you these tools that help you with that. Like in the beginning of the game, the way that the typical games work is there's a there's a, if you're attacking or defending, they both start off differently. If you're attacking, you start off the game not knowing where your primary objective is. Mm -hmm. You throw cameras on on the ground, and you have to pilot these cameras. <coughs> and these cameras allow you to find the objective, and you can also scan for enemies. And once the round is over, you forfeit all control of these cameras, but you can immediately go back to them and you can scan people and literally just give the positions of the enemies out yeah. to your team. So if you can get your camera placement like really good, like I've hidden it under a bed once and I just started like scanning people's legs and then my team just descended on them in like an instant and they were all dead mm -hmm. and the game was over. And that's that's what feels good is like this these moments so, where I'm um this goes back to the characters being so awesome. Everyone's got like this trick. Um like my character I like to play is Sledge. He's he's a guy. <laughs> Terrible his, name. His, his great Not his, his amazing character ability is he's the only one who had the forethought to bring a sledgehammer. So mostly Can you, you sledgehammer people? Yes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and I've done it. I've done it and I've watched the fear in his eyes. It was, it was disgusting. I'll, I'll tell you that in a minute. So <laughs> So Normally, if you punch a wall, like as a normal person, you punch a wall, you make like a little, like, uh, like say, like a baseball-sized hole. Sure. And you can literally see through that hole, shoot through that hole, and if you, like, punch a hole and, like, no one shoots at that hole, and they're being dumb for some reason. Because, honestly, the way that that game is so set up, you punch a hole, and then bullets and people are just, just firing at you, yeah. And then, like, you see, like, lights go through the hole, and you're like, oh, God. But you can, like, sneak in and see the hole and aim through it. And pick people off from a hole that, like, and that hole can be anywhere. It can be on the ground, is what yeah, I like yeah. to do. I like to just punch little holes in the ground and just gun people's feet up. <laughs> but Sledge, That's he wrong. when he hits the wall, he makes like a huge chunk just of it go. Just brings the wall down. Yeah, he just brings it all down. And the way I like to, what I like to do with him is I like to run in there, find like 
like find a guy because you can like the sound design in that game is orgasmic. It's so good. You can hear people walking. I don't know why he likes it. <laughs> you can you can hear people walking above you, below you, around you. Like even like you can get people walking above you and you can see the dust coming from the ceiling. Yeah. And if you're good enough, can you can just light him up and he's done. That's awesome. Because he decided to run. Yeah. And it's so good. That's why this game is like it. it if you run, you're so, giving away all this position. So to wrap up. No, I'm not done yet. God damn. Give me a second. I got two stories I got to tell about how good this game is. So, one time I was playing. You get one story. Pick a story. Oh, God. <laughs> Fine, I'll pick one. There you so, go. <laughs> so, how important the team is. They have this one character that I'm, I'm really mad because I want to buy her. She's the best character. And what she does, her special ability is she hacks mm-hmm. the cell phones of everyone in the building who's on the enemy team. Okay. And all it does is make it vibrate. Oh, but you can hear them. <laughs> and you can hear it in and fire. And they have to pull up their cell phones and reset their phone, and then that stops the effect. But while they're doing that, you watch phone, all your peripheral vision's gone. And me playing Sledge with my big old busting hammer. <laughs> I'm outside the door, and I know they're there. So I was, tell- I was talking to one of my friends I was playing with, and I was like, all right, on the count of three, hack their, hack their phones. And I was like, all right, three, two, one bam blow into the room and then all of a sudden i hear all these phones go off and they're like vroom, vroom, vroom. and then i bust open the wall jump through the hole i turn and some dude's looking at like like messing with his phone and he puts it down and i just bring the hammer down on him <laughs> and i just crush his little body and That's he awesome. just becomes a human puddle and falls on the ground like that i pull out my gun and some other dude's like running but i can hear him vibrating through the wall just vroom, vroom, vroom. so i get him and i just gun him down through the wall and I'm running in, and some dude's, like, putting his phone down because he stopped the thing, and I just jump over, like, this counter and just gun him down. And then nice. the game's over, and I was like, that was good. We win. And <laughs> ladies and awesome. gentlemen, that's the reason that why if you're ever in a war or yeah, a battle situation, your cell phone. turn your phone off. Yeah. Well, at least on silent. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually in a game, and I was the one getting hacked. And I was like, hold on, guys, i got to turn on my cell phone. They're like, why would you bring a phone? I'm like, dude. Like, shit happens. I'm, I'm a I'm a top tier SWAT. I get I get tons of nudes, and you got <laughs> listen. It's good for morale. Uh, well, goody good. Uh, Zach, anything you've been playing this week? You're uh, yeah. just busy. Uh, no, um, actually, I I recently played a game with Steve. Oh God. Um, you're not allowed to talk about it. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's called Treadnoughts, and um, oh God, yeah, and that right. game is uh, if you're a fan of like little local, you know, couch co-op, couch multiplayer games, it's really really fun. Um, yeah. It's it's very physically based, and Treadnoughts comes from tread on a tank. Right. Uh, so you you have a tank. Was that where it came from? And then you yeah, and then you can uh you can do the whole like arc your shot and fire bullets at people, but you can also fire a shot. And it lifts your tank off the ground, and then every shot you fire makes your tank airborne. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can actually fly as the tank and like fly around the map and like hit each other. And oh, cool. the, the obstacle, once again, like I said, very physically based. So things are moving around the screen as you jump on them or touch them or collide with them. Really, really fun game. Um, I, I'm a huge fan of those types of games where you can just get like, you know, two to four people on a couch having these little bat- battles like Duck Game or yeah, Game yeah. Beast or stuff like that. And um, what's what's really, the song? Really great. We played it on the Xbox One. Okay. I am sure that it's probably, probably on other platforms. Yeah. Um, but yeah, highly recommended. Awesome. Uh, I, will say, I will say one thing, though, uh, for all those pro pro Treadnought players. Airborne Take is the meta. Uh, just, 
Just just literally flip over and then you can just shoot and gun hell down on everyone who dare be a tank. <laughs> okay, we need to check this one out. Afterward. <laughs> it sounds fun. It's a fun game. Uh, okay. Anything else? Or uh, much um, uh, no, I think that's it. Cool. Dreadnoughts uh, is available on the Switch, Xbox One, and Steam, and I'm pretty sure PS4 then. Okay, awesome. I just wanted to give everyone jokes. Yeah, that's, that's, most that's good. great. That's good. Um, so I've actually... Also, character design is amazing. <laughs> Not yeah. It looks so good. Well, I, I look forward to checking it out. Yeah, dude. Um, so beat you at it. I have been... <laughs> that does not surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> so I've actually been playing Hyrule Warriors. My roommate got a Switch, um, because I was never going to invest in one. Clearly. Uh, <laughs> but he got a Switch, and good games. I... Grew up playing the Dynasty Warriors series. Started at 3, I played Extreme every Extreme Legends Empire that came out from 3 to probably 8. And then I just Ooh. stopped. No, 7. 7. Ooh. Uh, my roommate has 8. You should have you left a long time I know. ago. I think 5 was probably when the, I owned like, 10. I, I, I own 10, I know. Yeah. I, but so, I'm a, <laughs> huge, war- a, long I'm a huge Warriors fan so from like way back. I stopped playing just because I was like, man, can we... First of all, they were buggy. And second of all, like, I somehow, really wanted some new animations for these characters. And, I don't know. Somehow they got less advanced the longer they that's, went That's on. how like, I always felt. Like, fighting felt worse and there was less people on yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, uh, what's yeah. going on here? So, um, I was a little hesitant to get into Hyrule Warriors. Um, but he got the Switch and he got the game and I was like, sure, I'll check it out. Oh my god. It is good. I absolutely... It, it brings back, like, the joy of playing Warriors games. Yeah. Um, First of all, since it's published by Nintendo, they cannot be buggy. <laughs> they, Nintendo was not going to let... Um, oh, God, I just forgot the name of the company. Koei uh, Tecmo. Koei Tecmo, sure. But the, the developers like Omega 3 or something. Oh, like. Omega 3. doesn't matter. Um, they were not going to let them release a buggy game oh, sure with, the, with you know, Legend of Zelda characters. Oh, that just wasn't going to happen. Um, so that was uh, awesome. And then the animations and attacks are so interesting. Everyone, carry, has, everyone has a more than one weapon. More than one weapon. Yeah. That and aren't trash. And all of them feel different. I've yet to play a character where I'm like, oh, this kind of feels like the other character that I play. Everyone feels different. The levels are uh, interesting and well-made. Yep. You know, huge boss battles occur, which are just the most fun. Most fun thing. Like, I fought this giant fucking thing. Like, by myself, because Jonathan was off looking for a fucking gold... Um, Skullchuck. And I was just like, sure, I'll take care of this giant thing. <laughs> but it was awesome, because I'm just sitting there. You know, it's a great, epic little battle with still that easy-to-pick-up-and-play for an hour and a half Dynasty Warriors formula of let me hit this button three times and this button once to do a cool little combo. Um, I, I've just been having so much fun. We're playing through the story mode um, right now. And... Um, yeah, again, it's just it's what I've always wanted from the Warriors genre was to see them actually I use it as a genre. That it's funny. This <laughs> this this games <laughs> actually kind of have a genre. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. yeah. but um, it's what I've always wanted from for them to take that step forward to have a polished, new feeling. A product. good Dynasty Warriors. That's, yeah. forgive me. Yeah, for saying that. No. One of the things that about that game that made me fall in love is fighting generals felt good again. Yes. That was one of the biggest things like in like Dynasty Warriors I cannot express how amazing. Remember the dual mode? Yes. That's oh, I missed that. You just, be, you just be out like fighting and then some generals like what? you go fight me. <laughs> fight me you won't and then if like you don't have to like that's the best part if you're like 
No, I'm good. <laughs> if you say that, then, then you get this big notification. It's like your army's morale has been shot. Yeah. And then they start dying like fucking flies. But if you but do they, fight them, yeah. they put you in a fucking cage yeah, match. Dude, it a was wooden awesome. cage match. And you're sitting there fighting them, and if you win, you're just like, yes. And then they and feel like they say like they're sad one liner, like a like an old Street Fighter where they're all beat up and blood. Yeah, and yeah. Like, eh. And I, then and then afterwards, you just like. I always enjoyed stuff. like you know this is. You would run into Lou Boo at Hulao Gate. Oh, yeah. And he would challenge you. And you're like, I'm doing fine. And then he would come in and, like, hit you once. And yeah. half your life going, you're like, holy fuck, Lou Boo. And then you're just running around the cage waiting for the timer to run out. <laughs> hoping Lou Boo doesn't fucking murder you in one hit. No, what I would do is, like, that, that was the one time where it was just like, you a bitch. Like, no, I'm good, bro. Being from two fields away is like, yeah. <laughs> the only way that I could kill him is I would just jump on a horse and just... Do the drive by yeah, him yeah, yeah. until he would die. Yeah. And it took like five minutes, but I, he did I know. It. I know that cheesy yeah. move. Uh, <laughs> but it worked. Yeah, so Hyrule Warriors, I, I so can't good. recommend it enough. I have not played the Fire Emblem version yet. Because there's a Fire Emblem I don't want to do that. I do because I think Fire Emblem characters are really interesting. I think they have cool designs. They have also to. Nintendo. And, and and again, it's another Nintendo game, yeah. so they can't. The one yeah. thing that yes, I yeah. really want is that if you play the Hyrule because um I love Fire Emblem. Love it. I've yeah. played uh, not, not that many, but I the ones that I've played, I love. They're yeah. so good. I want them to somehow include permadeath in it because that's always been a big thing <laughs> in a yeah. Dynasty Warriors game. Yeah, that's what I want. I, that, like it might be crazy, but how much pressure would that put on it when your general's like, I need help, and you're like, oh fuck, I gotta help, and they're dead if yeah. they're high. That would be. Cool. But that's like it's a huge turning point. Like like it's what made like um, Fire Emblem different than Advanced Wars. Yes, is permadeath. Because, like, you, like, your units like that, whatever. Also, it's better than Advanced Yes. Wars. No, there's that, that too. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> no, but Because in that game, too, like, they have, like, relationships and stuff. It'd be yeah. great if they really, like, could get all that in there. But, but I yeah, have a relationship so with my tank. Fire Emblem Warriors, eventually. That, <laughs> that'll be the next tanks. one. Um, but, yeah, that's, so that's what my, my main game. Everyone. My wife died once in a Fire Emblems game. That's really I'm still sad. fucked up. I'm sorry. I'm bad. <laughs> um... So yeah, that's what we've been playing, and uh, now we came to the... You just gave me Vietnam flashbacks. <laughs> the, I see the tiny pixel person falling over, and it's like, no. The part of the podcast where, you know, people come from world, you know, all around the world to well, specifically address the three sages that have been talking this entire time. Yeah. It's time for our Game Facts, question of the beard. week. Yeah, that's where I put on my giant beard. Yeah. Just like, just dangling <laughs> down to the floor. That's where I trick kids into washing my car and think I'm teaching them karate. <laughs> so, this this week, Give we have a question from... Like has been inside you the whole time. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> this week, we have a question for uh, or from the game Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Who's played that? No one's played that. Motherfucker! <laughs> I've heard about that game. Is this... the, the guy's name uh, Wild Breath 182? No, it is not. Zelda okay. 94. This is from the, the user Glean. Chris Glean. G L E A N. That's a good so, one. Hey, props. He got away without a number. Uh, I, oh, he okay. should be very proud. No, he should be proud. <laughs> so, his question is Where can I find the whales? <laughs> so, while you guys think on that, dude. I got one. Okay. Well, I, I was just going to say, man, if you're looking for whales, you obviously need to get to the ocean, you fucking idiot. First of all, stop flying around these canyons and stuff. Get to the ocean and just get a whale watching tour. It's really not hard. You just go out on a boat. You pay like 75 bucks or rupees or whatever. You go out on a boat and you'll find a whale probably. It's not hard. Why do you go to GameFAQs, Glean? 
Come on. <laughs> Go to Wellfax, dude. <laughs> Seriously. There are other forums for this. There's a whole two other users there that can answer your, your questions. So so the best way to find whales uh, from somebody who, who wants to work in the game industry is to put a leaderboard into your game. Uh, and once you put in that leaderboard, whales will come to you. Ooh. They will give you all of their money just so they can have a name... That means Ooh. nothing on a leaderboard. Right. So you're talking. You think Glean was really transactions? He's trying Glean, to. Get, he's trying to get that paper. Glean. So Glean was just do. trying to get rich. No, he's trying. To, he's actually a designer over exactly. there. Glean is like okay. the, the the Peter Pan of video games, right? He's trying to find the whales, uh-huh. take their money, and give it back to the court. That's Robin Hood, not Peter Pan. Oh yes, you're right. You're <laughs> right. You're very right. Dude, learn your lore. I man. was like, no. he kidnaps children. I'm sticking to my guns. He's that's Peter Pan. You guys. Should know this by now. Peter Pan doesn't kidnap more like um, wire acquiesce. Come on, dude. <laughs> hey, it would work better because he could fly. Whatever. Exactly. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, so I'm going to be real. Steve took mine right, <laughs> right out of the way. Man, However, Colin. I came prepared okay. for the second response. Just a contingency plan. I had a contingency plan because I knew somebody was going to do it. It always happens. Um, so. Flying by the seat of our pants here. Galeen. How you find whales in Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. First, find a place where you can drink a local beer. Mm, okay. I like this. Um, Don't tell me have one, like have two, have three, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, loose track. Have quite a few. All right. Then, mosey on over to a Goron village. <laughs> and once you're there, in your inebriated state, mm-hmm. you might find <laughs> that some of these large beings... May or may not look are, like whales. Are you Goron shaming him? <laughs> not him. Or the Goron. The Goron. <laughs> Stop being so Goron. Man, that's racist. Hey. Yeah, actually, that's an ent- I, 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 species. I yeah. can't speak for people while they're drunk, all right? Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> at, at least it's better whenever you come to and the Goron's like, why were you calling us whales? Like, that's weird, bro. <laughs> you, but, also, Gorons call you bro. I don't know. <laughs> Just tell them to paint them blue and throw them in the ocean, dude. Come on, though. Beautiful. So, yeah, those are your options. Book some whale watching. Set up a leaderboard or have a one-night stand with a Goron. Get loose with your morals and see what happens. This is our sagely advice. So, there you go, Glean. You person. (laughs) You fucking animal. I hope so. Uh, So, that's been the show this week. Zach, are there any... um, Things that we want, like places they can find us. I don't know. In the forest. Eat. Send just, help, please. I'm starving. Just say Zach, go from now on. Uh, I, uh, I refuse to do that. Yeah. Um, so we're on Twitter. Uh, you can sure. find us at 3upcast on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Please tweet us. We'd love to hear from you. Um, I will probably be the one directly responding. Most likely. Um, but occasionally I'll force these guys to, to nope. put their hand in it. Um, but uh, you can also oh, like find us. Eyeballs? You can also find us on SoundCloud, which is soundcloud.com slash 3upcast. All of our episodes get posted there, um, and that XML feed from SoundCloud is actually what gets put up to the iTunes podcast. So um, for, if for some reason you don't use an actual podcasting tool or whatever to there. find us, you can find us on SoundCloud. Either of them are just fine. Um, feel free to give us feedback. Leave us comments. We want to hear from you. We want to build that community. We'd love for you to be a part of it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, my name's PJ. My name's Zach. Uh, My name's Steve. And have a good day. Have a good day.